Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. In January of 2009, Michael Lumpkin took over the leadership of the International Documentary Association as the new executive director, a nonprofit membership organization devoted to promoting nonfiction and video support for it supports the efforts of documentary filmmakers around the world and serves to increase the public appreciation of the and demand for art of the documentary. Uh, Lumpkin had previously served for more than 25 years as the executive director of Frameline and festival director for the San Francisco International LGBT Film Festival. Uh, Michael is joining us today on Film School as uh, also as the, are you the executive director of Getting Real or what, what's your exact title? On oh, Getting, I'm executive director of the International Documentary Association and you know, so I guess I'm executive director of Getting Real too, since that's okay. one of our programs. One of your programs, yeah. okay. Well, there you go, and welcome to Film School, Michael Lumpkin. Thank you. Good to be here. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, let's first let's start with uh, some. I just described in very broad terms what IDA uh, International Documentary Association is, but tell me a little bit in more depth what what IDA does. Well, we we provide support for documentary filmmakers, and that's done in a variety of ways. Um, One way is through education and professional development. We have uh, a number of programs, and uh, the conference that we'll be talking about uh, in a minute is a major component of of our educational and professional development work. We also have a grant program that Mm -hmm. supports documentary films, film production, uh, the Pere Laurent's documentary. Fund. We provide um, uh, fiscal sponsorship for documentary productions. We have about 200 films that are in production that are part of that program, and wow. basically that program allows these productions to, to take in donations and foundation grants to support uh, their filmmaking. So, so you, um, you help provide a, a, a framework for them to take in that kind of... Right. It allows, you know, People to donate to the films and get a you know tax write-off. Oh, um, many or most foundations require that their support goes to a 501c3, right. which IDA is, and and most documentary filmmakers uh, you know aren't set up uh, as as to take in those kind of donations. They're not business people generally. Right, so that this whole the True. idea for the documentary filmmaker. Well, okay. some are now. Okay. Some are. Okay. I mean, okay. I think that that that's um, that uh, that kind of gets back to the conference too. Yeah. Well, all, <laughs> like, all I meant, you know, helping helping uh, them figure out how to manage their careers yeah. and yeah. and kind of do things in a in a you know in a professional way. But uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of filmmakers are and you know approach their filmmaking as a business mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, and then and others. I think everybody's in it uh, as a passion. Mm-hmm. You know, um, with a passion for making documentary films and and telling, you know, real stories. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of really great business people in the doc world. Oh, good. Too. Well, that's good to yeah. hear. Yeah. I, I think um, you know, and that's probably true much more today than it was. I think you know, 20 years ago, where it was a you know a person with a camera and they had a they had a great subject and they went out and made a movie and. 
and then hope that they somehow, some way, could be uh, you know successful financially with mm-hmm. it. But it does feel like the world of documentaries have grown up uh, in in becoming more and more a viable option for filmmakers to go out and be successful as a as a documentary filmmaker. Yes, yes, and I and I think that that where IDA comes in is that you know I think documentaries are becoming more and more um, visible and and popular, and they are are being used in a number of ways, from everything from you know pure wonderful entertainment to actually changing the world we live in, and being used by you know organizations, NGOs governments even to you know create change in our world and um so we 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 are trying to make sure that the filmmakers the people creating um all of these great documentaries are able to do their work in the best way possible so it's you know so and that's you know are you are you doing your work in an ethical way? Are you, you know, treating yourself as a worker, as a filmmaker, in the best possible way? How are you working with, you know, the people you work with? Um, so we're 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 trying to make sure that kind of as the world, you know, wants more and more out of the documentary field, that the filmmakers are um, kind of doing the work they do as best they can. Both from a you know the creative side to like we were saying you know the business side yeah. just the economics of it. I also uh, want to let people know that if they want to find out more about IDA, the International Documentary Association, they just go to documentary dot org, and right. there's a whole then you can find out more about the organization. You can become a member. There are obviously some of the benefits you're describing, uh, access to all kinds of different ways to go about uh, becoming. A better filmmaker. Um, do you still do the uh, program? I remember this from a few years ago, where um, you will screen documentaries in as part of uh, the qualification process for um, for filmmakers to be considered as a, for an Academy Award. Is that still part of? No, that that program uh, changed a couple of years ago. Okay. Um, so what? we're doing now it's it's uh the it's now the IDA documentary screening series yes. um so we are screening documentaries um throughout the award season uh roughly September through November mm-hmm. and and this is a screening series here in Los Angeles that's open to um kind of basically the industry. So guild members, IDA members, academy members, film independent members. So so any organization that has an awards program that is honoring documentary films, mm-hmm. um, each year uh, we our goal is to give documentaries more and better exposure to all of those uh, awards programs that are in the process of, of you know, judging and selecting who will you know, the films that'll be named the best films of the year. Yeah, it, it's uh, I, the the Academy used to, and I, I'm not even sure of the qualification rules, but they they were fairly arcane rules in order to qualify for an Academy Award. And I my, my what I remember is IDA being helpful in helping these these filmmakers navigate that sort of uh, this kind of uh, strange rules that they were that we used to be in place. I don't know if that's changed and uh, much. Or if um. All. Yeah, the rules the rules have changed a little bit over the years. Um, okay. You know, so so there there's still you know that there's those rules require theatrical um, screenings. Um, yeah. 
in New York and Los Angeles. So, um, and that's all about the kind of academies, and and they're it just it goes to the core of their mission. They they are about you know theatrical films, and uh, so they're 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 and their rules reflect that. Well, um, I want to remind our listeners, we're speaking with Michael Lumpkin. He is the executive director of the International Documentary Association. One last point on documentaries. It's just been my experience. I've been doing film school now for about eight years. And um, it's been my sense is that as we've seen a real precipitous decline in um, journalism, sort of investigative reporting, we've seen an increase in documentary filmmakers stepping into that breach in a way. Yes. Not not necessarily as advocates, but illuminating particular issues and topics that are important to us as a democracy and citizens of the world. And I, I think that has given people who are seeking this kind of information and want to know about these things, documentary filmmakers have really stepped up. They've right. stepped up their game a lot. And I, yeah. Um, does that seem that seem reasonable? <laughs> uh, yeah. That... No, it's true. And we're actually we're actually. You know, we're actually covering that that exact you know kind of point and question at the conference next week. Um, you know, that's that's an area where, as you said, it's one the kind of the the the, the kind of significant shifts in traditional journalism. Um, you know, have in some ways left a vacuum, a void for kind of in-depth, yeah. you know, long-form journalistic work and I think documentary filmmakers are are are, are starting to um, fill in in that gap yeah. um, you know so we're approaching it as you know we're looking at it and saying you know what do you need to know as a documentary filmmaker if you are doing journalism and you know that that you know I've seen where where filmmakers kind of We'll, we'll, you know, just, okay, I'm a journalist now. I'm doing a, you know, I'm mm-hmm. doing journalism now. But, you know, do you know, are you trained as a journalist? You know, mm-hmm. are you adhering to, you know, those accepted ethics? Um, and and it's also different in that, you know, that, that, that filmmakers and the documentary filmmakers, for the most part, uh, and there's some exceptions, are independent. So mm-hmm. you, they're going out in the world um doing the work of journalists but they don't have necessarily like a large you know company like the New York Times or or any of the major news organizations they don't have that behind them or supporting them um so so I think we just want to make sure filmmakers know kind of what it means to be doing journalism in our world today whether that's you know how you do your work and and ethics and also just kind of real potential danger of yeah. of doing that yeah. depending on where you're going and and increasingly and one small component of this but it's an important one and that is that uh, oftentimes these filmmakers are truly placing their lives and the lives of their crew at risk uh, not by design but by simply not understanding the ramifications of what they may or may not be doing. And I, I mean, the more information about that, uh, these people that are doing this work and understanding the, yeah. what, what can get them into trouble and what what will get them out of trouble. And again, that's the value of an organization like IDA, or specifically like IDA, International Documentary Association, is that it is a platform as well as a community 
for people uh, who who are involved in filmmaking. Right, and and that and community is is another really important aspect of of what. IDA does in that, you know, we, in, in, in everything we do, part of the goal is creating community among documentary filmmakers because, you know, they, so they can support each other, you know, it's, it's, that's often where you're going to find the support, the answers you need as a filmmaker are from other filmmakers. Yeah. And and that's, you know, and the conference is really built on that notion that this is a filmmaker-to-filmmaker conference. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, most, uh, you know, kind of con- other convenings, there, there's a often it's it's like you know the experts the non-filmmakers on stage talking to the filmmakers in the audience you know and so we we want to make sure that filmmakers are talking to filmmakers and learning from each other um it, it, there's there's in putting the conference together we've heard a lot of stories are like yeah we talk about this all the time as documentary filmmakers but you know it's over dinner you know it's over a drink at a bar you know it's on you know so so many filmmakers say i learn more from other filmmakers than from anyone else so we're just trying to you know kind of bring that into the conference so we have a, a, a large number of filmmakers doing this in an organized way and a more public way of of kind of sharing their experience and knowledge with their colleagues well, and beautifully done. You struck the uh, the sort of the segue, which is the, one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you today is about this conference. You're, you were describing getting real, and it is as you described. Uh, there are the sort of uh, industry professionals involved as well, sort of the business side of it. But you have a remarkable lineup of people. Um, tell us a little bit about the conference, and may, maybe expand on what you were talking about. It starts. Uh, October 2nd? Do I have that? Um, right? Starts September 30th. Oh, I'm sorry. It's right in front yeah. of me. September yeah. 30th. Pardon me. Yeah. That's so, I, meant. I meant that. Uh, yeah. September 30th <laughs> through October 2nd. Yes. Um, so it is it is bringing together, you know, the documentary community to, to be together for three days and, and you know, discuss and, and I think ultimately wrestle with a lot of important issues and questions that are um, – Kind of out in the documentary world, and 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 really with with the you know hope that outcomes will be real and will will not just you know kind of disappear after October second. So we're we're really really um, building in. Um, accountability, I would say, by the end of the conference, that we want to make sure that all of the important questions and all the great ideas that come out of the conference are not lost, and you you never hear about them again. Um, IDA, other organizations that are participating, and even just, you know, just filmmakers themselves, we want them to continue the conversation after the conference and to make sure that, I mean, we're not going to change the documentary world in three days. <laughs> you know, that's, that's not going to happen. Yeah. But um, what, what we hope happens is that there's a bit of a clearer path to changing some things that need to be changed. Well, in, in and in the conference, uh, it's broken. It's as you three days, but it's broken down into very some very interesting topics. 
Um, and I mean, I like that you've got some keynote. You've got, uh, I believe, is it Morgan Spurlock is opening uh, the uh, keynote address, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go through some of the filmmakers who are, you have scheduled to be there that have been on my show. How's that? Well, yeah. limit it down. Good. Tom Powers, Joe Berlinger, um, Roger Ross Williams, um, Morgan Spurlock. I mean, this is just a wonderful lineup. It's a really great mix. But what I'm fascinated by is um, here looking at you have these categories, conversations with Molly Thompson. Um, let's make this perfectly clear. I'm not sure exactly what we're going to be talking about there. but That's about transparency, which is one of the one of the big interesting uh, items of discussion. And okay. that's, you know, and that's about kind of how distribution modes have changed and and there's you know much greater shift to digital delivery of content yeah. and um is that a shift away from the- theatrical release is that what you're well, talking right but it's a it's a it's the different there's a just a huge difference in that you know the traditional theatrical release it's mm-hmm. like everybody knows how many people are going to see movies in theaters it's you know it's like it's it's part of the industry box office reports you can look it up online at any moment and see how much money any film is making in theaters but as you shift into the digital world there are a lot of companies on the digital side that there's there's no reporting so there there are no numbers nobody knows what a film is doing and often not even the filmmaker themselves they don't know how many people are watching their film so does that apply to vod um to some extent i think it does i'm not i'm not okay totally sure but you know and for filmmakers the the concern is i mean and this isn't about necessarily the the financial deal you have with a company to put your film out on the internet or whatever. It's more about, you know, a filmmaker needs to know how many people and who is watching their film to know, you know, let's say they have a film out in the world. They don't know how many people are watching yeah, it or yeah. who those people are. Yeah. When they go to pitch their next film, to get their next film funded and made, they don't have that information with them. They can't say to somebody, X number of people watched my film online. So they're at a huge disadvantage as far as their career because, one, they don't know how successful they've been in terms of numbers. They don't have that key piece of information that they need to tell somebody to get the funding for their next film. Um, and they don't, you know, I mean, for let's say a certain demographic is is all over their film, you know, that, that are really interested in their film. If the filmmaker doesn't know who's watching their film, you know, they don't know that they are a filmmaker who reaches, you know, this audience. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's, it's just, that's great. It, that's it's, great. Just, it's a big lack of, big missing piece of information that, that filmmakers need to do their work. That's just a wonderful, That's again, the value of International Documentary Association and something like the Getting Real Conference is exactly, this is, you know, we could we can be into discussions about, uh, you know, the blurring lines between, real, uh, you know, documentaries, the way they approach some of the, their subjects, and it's a great discussion to have, but it's these practical, you know, issues that need to be fessed out and need to be talked about so that other people will share their experiences with some of these other online 
delivery systems that will help everyone in in this process. This is, mm-hmm. you know, it's really that's great. Another thing I like about the the by the way, we're speaking with Michael Lumpkin. He's the uh, executive director of the International Documentary Association, as well as the executive director of the conference called Getting Real about documentary film conference being held starting September 30th. Um, uh, and by the way, too late. If you want, we really, I, uh, you can't, you can't get in. All right. Am I understanding you pretty much worse? You're good. The, if you sold out, which is awesome. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. But, yeah. but anyway, um, and I like these topics that you're, I see listed here, uh, you know, uh, basically from Sundance to Oscar, we're talking about 20 feet from stardom, um, Morgan was on last year to talk about this film, wonderful film, Academy Award winning. I, and uh, just, I think that this, these are the kinds of exp- life experiences that when you share with other artists, it, it's, it's really terrific. Yeah, and I think, you know, like with 20 Feet from Stardom, I mean, hugely successful film, incredible, yeah. like, you know, box office, yeah. wins the Oscar, and kind of knowing some of the the stories of that film yeah. of like, you know, and this is like the kind of ultimate documentary success story, yeah. but I think filmmakers are going to be very interested in knowing, like, how did that happen? You know, kind yeah. of how did, how do you navigate that kind of success. Um, So it's like, how you know, what were the decisions made when to do what, which, you know, kind of led you, got you down this pathway. Um, You know, because the thing you know, I mean, we all know is that a lot of things on this film worked. Well, it's like, what are those things? What decisions did you make, Morgan, as a filmmaker and also the other people involved with the film what decisions were made along the, you know, along that pathway that contributed to the success of the film? I mean, that is really, you know, really, really, I think, valuable things to hear and learn. Right. Um, you know, it's it's it. You want to hear about mistakes and like <laughs> you want to hear. And we have sessions where we do have filmmakers sharing with other filmmakers, like they're going to talk openly to filmmakers about, you know, this is where I messed up yeah. along the way yeah. and this is what it cost me and what it cost my film. Don't you you know, don't do this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so right. yeah. but I think equally important, probably more important, are kind of how did you make one of the biggest documentaries of all time? You know? Yeah. That's that's pretty good information to yeah. get. And, and with Morgan, he had, I don't know if this is a, a factor, it may have been, he'd been mining the area of music and music and people who had been in, in the, the business in other documentaries. And, and I don't know if that helped him in his process of putting together 20 Feet from Stardom, but he, he, it's an area that he was very familiar with and probably developed a lot of rapport with people in, on that side of the, I don't know. But, yeah, but, and just the fact that he, you know, this project started with with he was doing oral histories from backup singers. Now, yeah. at least for me, like when you say oral histories, I think okay, that's like boring and academic, and sounds like you know, it just it just doesn't. I, I was kind of surprised to hear him say that, mm-hmm. and um, it 
and it it gets back to like you know yeah that's like how much research he did he did an incredible amount of research uh, before he even started making the film. Um, right, I'll tell you uh, in my experience with documentaries it is it's mind boggling to me truly mind boggling the the stories that catch fire uh, you can't I don't know I mean there's obviously things you can do to ensure that it's accessible to the, to an audience but i'm blown away constantly one of my favorite documentaries of all time is genghis blues i mean you mm-hmm. told me a blind blues singer learns to sing tuvan you know uh, tuvan throat singing and that's going to be uh, this remarkable story i i mean it's you can't predict these kinds of things but um but again it, it's it's an accessible subject that he was talking about and and he got great people to be in it, and it worked really well. And also, he was on film school. I mean, I don't think you can discount that, Michael. I mean, he he was he was part of the film school bump, I think. So yeah, that, yeah, that certainly definitely. Helped. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for it myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, oh, um, wait, my phone's ringing right okay. now. I've got to go. Okay. Well, I'll let you. Thank <laughs> no, you so no, much. No. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, you got me. Um, he was calling. <laughs> Uh, anyway, well, it, this is so wonderful, and I'm so thrilled to see IDA really in the forefront, continue to be in the forefront for uh, the filmmaking community. I mean, it, uh, you know, Film Independent, there's some great organizations in and around Los Angeles and, and the film community, and IDA has always been, uh, um, since its inception, you said 32 years ago, and it, it's always been there in in to support the filmmaking community it's just wonderful so oh well thanks yeah well con- continued success and is there a, so people could be planning ahead do you have something uh, after uh, getting real once we've uh, uh, in the next year or what's coming up for, oh I mean, yeah big... well what's coming up um, well I mentioned our screening series earlier that's yeah. that's kind of in it's happening right now uh, information on our website uh, that continues through November you know the, the conference is part of educational programs and our monthly educational program docu which is kind of currently on hiatus while we you know, put the conference together. Mm-hmm. Uh, that happens on a monthly basis here in LA. Um, we also do master classes um, right. on a regular basis as well. So go to documentary.org, uh, check it out, and uh, yeah, we'd love to uh, see everyone out there at a IDA event. Yeah, and you can become a member, and it's in the, the benefits, as you just described them, the, all the benefits of being having access to the different programs that you put together. It's uh, it's terrific. Michael, pleasure. It's been an honor to have you on, and uh, I want to thank you for being here today on Film School. Oh, thank you. It's been a pleasure. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.